But I wrote the outline for that, and I, I remember it, it was based on two different things. It was based on a conversation I had with my father when he and I reunited when I graduated from college. Um, he had came through in town. I didn't think he'd be able to make it. And, you know, we met at the sports bar I was working at, and I was just like, all right, Dad, I've heard Mom's side of the story. Come on now. For eight years. Tell me yours. We got all night. You know, drinks were poured up and and you know, three hours later, I must say my eyes were wide open because he had filled in the gap. And it wasn't that it wasn't that my mom lied to me. It was just you didn't hear it was another perspective. Story. Yep, different side. And of it story. was it was inter- it was interesting in going through that process and, and I remember looking over at him, I was like, Okay, let's just say that, you know, I believe you and all the stuff that you said, I was like why still didn't you come home more often? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And, you know, there were some times when I needed you. So yeah. what's going on? He took a deep breath and he looked over at me and said, now what? Yo, what's going on? It's DJ Brainstorm. Yo, Black Popcorn on this thing. This has been Joy. Katie, this is Gabby. This is Talk It Out. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Q from Chopping Over Q and Critical Dub Network, and you are tuned in. The Play with Team. Yeah. It's official, man. Now here's your host, D-Bugs. Let's do it. Well, yeah, yes. This is legit. Yes, y'all, y'all see it. Merv, welcome back. Yes, I'm glad to be back. And one good thing, a few good things, but in this particular case, um, this brother, shout out to uh, Mr. Chip Baker, introduced us um, a few years ago. And when I say a few years ago, 2018, overall, been following each other on um, social media. And here we are today, um, about five years later, and I'm glad to admit and and let you guys know i'm still doing it for the first time listeners uh thank you for tuning in the avid listeners what up um been doing this since 2016 so world help me um welcome international speaker author mental performance coach who studies the success habits of high achievers in athletics for nearly two decades even though this is the flagrant two where it's an open forum for guests to tell their truth without no restrictions or no judgments but this particular episode is definitely uh, an empowering one i was definitely going to talk about uh, wellness and our youth but world help me welcome ahmad vitar to the flagrant two what's up brother how you doing man thank you for having me on no problem thank you thank you man for taking time out your schedule like we kind of said before um you gave that fire message and kept you up a little longer than expected due to the feedback and the comments uh, that you were receiving. So, man, thank you for for being back at it first thing this morning. Got to man. We uh, as as one uh, famous podcaster says, we got a country to save. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get after it. You know, facts, facts, facts. Now, like I stated during the introduction, we've been. You know, in connection for a few years, man. I, I just want to just talk to you um, about health and, and, and working out because you that guy. Now, when I, I like I said, I've been watching you do your thing, working out, fitness guy. Where did where did 
that come from? Where did the start of just, you know, I need to start, you know, being more active and physically? Well, I mean, if, I mean, if we took it all the way back, obviously I was a three sport athlete out of high school. So I was I was a fit guy. I went to, you know, I played a little bit, played a little bit of college ball as well. Walked onto the football team and, and made the team, won a conference title in 99 at Foster State University. And obviously things didn't work out there. I had an injury or two and I was not on scholarship. So I had to get to work. And during that time is when I no longer was an athlete, which means I no longer had physical health. And I ballooned up from, you know, I'm a, I'm a ripped, you know, seven to 10 pound body fat, you know, 185 pounds. Come on. Uh, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm wearing a size 40 Man. and that carried all the way through college, all the way through young adulthood. And I remember a time like, I'm, you know, I'm going through my early years at, at my job and I just, I, I, I share with people, I had to have the moment okay. and my moment came in a banana Republic dressing room mm. when I'm putting on clothes and I put on a large, large doesn't fit. Of course it doesn't put on an extra large. It's slapping off on me then i put on a 2x and i was just like i i, I can't do this i'm looking in the mirror i'm like who who are you and i remember <laughs> self-assessment yes i remember going to my mentor and i was like i gotta do something he's like when do you want to start i said right now and so he gave me a list of some ways to get started and i remember coming i remember going to the grocery store and getting some some turkey and some um some vegetables and things like that. I remember going home and pulling out one of those green trash bags, not the white ones you put in your kitchen. I'm talking about the green one. Come on now. And I gutted and I gutted my pantry and my refrigerator completely out. And I was like, these foods no longer serve me. And six months later, I was down 43, and in all, I lost 68 pounds. Congratulations. Um, obviously, it started. Thank you. It started, you know, with just you know changing the meal plan. Started on the elliptical, and then I looked over and I saw a window of a. Uh, of a class and it was a bunch of people on bikes and I was like that looks pretty cool mm -hmm. and I started doing it and I just started melting away I'm talking size 40 to 38 38 to 36 36 to 34 so much to the point where when I went into the office people were reluctant to speak to me because I had lost weight so quickly they were asking if there was something medically wrong with me mm. that's how much that's how much weight I had lost and so now I'm I'm hovering right now. I actually just got through doing my weight check because I do a weight check on Wednesdays and Sundays. And I'm right now at the sweet spot of 182 pounds from 238 mm. uh, some years ago. And so my physical health is now ex extremely important. Uh, as far as I know, this is the only body God gives us. Um, and I want to be able to maximize that for longevity of life. And there's so many perks that come from physical fitness and physical health um obviously you know last night I spoke on the correlation to mental health talk about you know, it. when you're lighter and you're moving around you 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 have a better sense of mind you know you can get up those stairs you're not tired every time you do things which weighs down on you mentally yeah and so when it looks into physical health physical health is is extremely high on the list i would say you know obviously my um, relationship to god is number one and i would say physical physical health is definitely in the top three Amen and amen. So for those listeners out there, again, uh, I do also have a platform titled Why Not Sports? Uh, but this gentleman right here, as we say, a renaissance man to where we can talk about anything and everything and it'll still, you know, grab your attention. And one thing that you said outside of the physical health, actually a couple of things you brought up 
the relationship with God in addition to just being able to, you know, give back to the youth at the uh, um, speaking engagement that you that you uh, blessed the world with yesterday. Now, we all have a story. Like you said, what was that moment when you and God decided to get close? <laughs> well, I, I I know your podcast has a, uh, has a select amount of time. That's a, that's a whole book, but I'll, I'll I'll take a couple of key moments that were, okay. were pivotal. Um, let's take it back to probably when I was twenty nine years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just bought this house I'm staying in right now. Okay, um, twenty nine years old. You know, I'm I'm deep into the Fox Sports Southwest Scout.com rivals days at that time. And, you know, like I said, I bought a house at 29 without my parents' consent. Congratulations. You know, and, or that's <laughs> a bad thing, depending on how you want to look at it. <laughs> well, it, it, it worked out because I, I bought it in I bought it in 2009. And, and, you know, they were proud of me. And so I was living what one would call the American dream. But within like a week, like I'm depressed. Mm. You know, at that time, I, you know, I was working for Fox. I was working, uh, working in marketing as well. And then. You know, the relationship I had just fell apart out of nowhere. No explanation. And I just went on a downturn. I mean, I'm talking a week of just straight depression. Mm. Uh, it was rough and I didn't know what to do with myself. And I remember sitting in that uh, that um, guest bedroom. I'm in a house and I'm in the guest bedroom in the corner. Just like, I don't know what I'm doing. What's going on? Mm-hmm. I'm just having a meltdown. And I remember having a conversation with God. And I said, you know, God, life is not very awesome right now. In fact, you know, if I can use this word, it kind of sucks right now. And um, I'll tell you what, if you decide to wake me up tomorrow, if you choose to, I don't know, who cares? If you choose to wake me up tomorrow, I plan to go on a new path and, and, and serve you and, and serve the good of the people. And clearly he did, had a plan for me. Uh, that was when I started getting into personal spiritual development. That's when Awakening the Baller Within was written. Uh, all of that was birthed out of that. And gotcha that was a great kind of entry point to me strengthening a relationship an adult relationship with God at that time. Mm-hmm. I would say that the next time is man within the past year, come on, maybe eight months. That's good. Um, I started, I started a new church two and a half years ago, but really started leaning in a little bit more probably within the past eight to 10 months. Um, okay. There, there, there's a there's a calling on this generation, and I asked God. I said, God, create in me the man I needed when I was 17. Mm. And you do have to be careful what you wish for. It's not a bad thing, but God will start to work on you and start purging all the stuff that no longer serves the needs of what you need to become to be able to pour into that today's youth. And it's rocked me, man. I, you know, we did the camps, uh, did a mission trip last year, and it. it it opened me up to things that I didn't even know. It's things you heard of, but never done. Right. You know, street evangelism, planning a church, things of that nature. And so I'm around a, a bunch of youth who have so much energy, and yet they have a lot of challenges. And And God put me in this position to be with them as they're going through the very things I was going through. But now I have the decades long of, uh, of understanding and it's like you know i looked at i looked at a young man the other day and i said hey man i want you to sit down with your family and just you know pray with them sit down with them and tell them what's going on i said i don't want you to lose 20 years yeah like i did i, I don't I, I want you i want you to do this at 17 instead of 20 instead of 38 
And so God has brought me to a place now where like my heart is more open. Um, it's not a rough, it's not a, it's not an easy trail I'm on right now. Um, it, it has, it has, it has really churned me inside out. Kind of like when you wring out a rag after it's been sitting under the water for a while. Yeah. That's about how my heart and mind is. I'm, I can almost say that currently, but it's a good thing because I know that, I know that he needs to purge out all the impurities that I've stacked up over the years, yeah. decades, all the way back to high school and college. Come so on. we still got more work to do, but I love what he's doing in and through me. But at the same time, um, it, it, it's a challenge and it's rough. It's worth it, but it's worth it's rough. And, and thank you for sharing that, man, because I think when it's not what I think, I know people when they think God, he's changed me. And it's or oh, I went through this one moment in my life. You said it best. It's going to be multiple moments. It's going to be a test because, like you said, be careful what you ask for. Because at the same time, you're going to go through some challenges or some tests. So you can be it can be a testimony and or you can be a vessel and give be able to, you know, put that that word out for those young men or for people that you come across in your path. So trust me, I get it. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. And, and and you're right. You know, it's 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 a process like you, you know, there's a reason why the word says pray without ceasing, because, <laughs> you know, it's a continual thing. When people mm -hmm. say, you know, I don't know why I'm supposed to do that. So I was like, do you bathe every day? Come on. Because it seems like you should be able to bathe once and you'd be fine. Right. Yeah. No. You know, pray without ceasing, meaning like it's a continual thing. And that's what was being taught in that spot. And, you know, it's it's. it's like you said, you have to be careful what you wish for in the, in the sense that like, if you say that you want to become something, you just don't become that. There's a, there's a foraging process, the caterpillar to the butterfly, mm -hmm. uh, the seed in the soil up to a beautiful plant. Like what goes on under that, what goes on under the ground, you, you want no parts of that, but that's what has the, the, the nature, the, 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 the becoming, you know, my mentor used to always say, you better become a millionaire before you get a million dollars. Because if you don't take on the mindset, creating me a new heart, if you don't take on the mind of that which you aim to be, you will lose it. Yeah. That's why lottery winners are mostly broke, right? It's why a lot of, you know, famous people, you know, $100 million, you're down to 300,000. How does that happen? Because you didn't raise your mind to the level of what you've been blessed with. And then it turns, like you said, it would turn into a curse because you weren't ready for it. A lot of times people be praying for stuff, but they don't they don't ask God to create what they need to become to get what they're asking for. Listeners, right? I, so I got to add this, brother. I got to add this. Create. Ask God to create what you need to become instead of God. I need. I need. Please create that way from personal experience. Lord, what can I do to use my voice? I'm done hooping like this brother on the other end. I'm done with playing sports, but I had a good ride. But I'm still looking for that outlet so I can still feel impactful, so I can feel that self-worth. Use my voice. Look at me now. It took, let me see, from two, I, I was done in 2004, 2005. I started the podcast in 2016. So about 10 to 11 years until I said enough is enough. And here I am, you know, basically seven years 
over 500 episodes, 200 plus guests using my voice. But now for the next phase, because of you, Lord, create now a bigger platform for me to reach more people, to reach more guests. So thank you for adding that because I'm taking this in as we continue to talk. Yes, yes, and 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 more than welcome because uh, we we all need one another. Um, yeah, we'll probably get on that later. Well, the the, the idea of community, uh, we've been long uh, displaced from that. Um, all these silos and, and you know, walling yourself off from things that's not going to get things done. Um, each of us need all of us. You can learn from everybody for sure. Um, but that's the idea. You know, God create in me what I need to become, what you're calling me to be, right? And then once once you start getting signs that God is saying like, hey, you know, he starts, you know, that nudge, that nudge, you, I think that person over there needs some prayer. Him? Yeah, him. Like, are you sure? Yeah. You know, and so you, you get to that place where you just start, you know, accepting the call as it comes and, and you just continue to grow. And it's an ongoing process because I mean, just like dirt builds up on you over a day, um, the the darkness that is around us. Like, remember, there is no darkness. You turn on the light, darkness loses every time. But you have to be in a place to where you're letting the light shine through you on the dark outside. And to become that, you have to get in your secret place. You have to, you know, praise, worship. You have to get to the point where you're, you're showing and thanking God for the power he represents, for the love he represents. And when you can get to that point, like now you you become the representation of that. And then you come back and recharge with the father. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible has all of those examples. Like Jesus would go out and do these great and amazing things. And it's like he had to go take the crew, Peter, James, John, and go up there and recharge. Come on. Like, because <laughs> virtue has left my body. I'm tapped. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 fill it back up and that's a daily thing that's gonna be an hourly thing but for sure a daily thing and i hope i hope your audience understands that like connecting in that way is one of the foundation of life um you are not living moving and having your being without god and if you say that you are good luck i if there's another way i've not been able to find it um so best of luck to you but i'm pretty sure at some point in time you're going to come to the realization that that god is who gave me gave you life and your life belongs to him and there is no life without him mm. well world as you look at this flagrant two episode slash title and just realize that the message is about our lord and savior jesus christ we both have stated it's it's a daily it's a daily communication it is something that we have to do habitual because it's it's just something's not gonna happen overnight but we gotta whether it's a year 10 years an hour a minute like you just have to spend that quality time to ultimately be that light in in dark areas and i was watching something on um social media and they were saying you don't have to go to church to be that seed to be that light, to be that inspiration. You could be at a school, you could be at a church, you can be uh, at a camp, 
You can just be at the grocery store, gas station. Like if you are his, he will put you in positions to where your energy, your aura will attract the people that's in need of, 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 of him. So I just wanted to throw that out there, man. Um, my spirituality obviously is kicking in. It wasn't part of my overall notes. We still had a few things to hit on, but at the same time, as you know, I'm just being led, being led by the spirit, brother, soaking this all in. So um, I know you was talking about the youth and young men in particular. Why is it important for you from what you've witnessed being in marketing, being a man, man of faith, a black man, and just knowing overall the John Morant's of the world, who again, just like you said, mental health, depression, and just need that mentorship. What do you feel for you? Why is important? So we have um, we have a finite amount of time, so I'll I'll, I'll trim this down. Um, men built this world, okay, from since the beginning of time. Um, and that's not to diminish the role of the woman. The role, the role of the woman is absolutely important and she and she is amazing, right? She 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 brings life into the world and then is able to feed life. That that's the, God created the most beautiful combination between men and women. Our job is to provide and protect and to serve God first. What society has tried to convince young men they are is absolutely disgusting. And I, I was extremely grateful for what happened during the year of 2020 um, because that was that was a pivotal moment for me. Obviously, I wrote my book in the summer of 2020, which if anybody was alive more than 10 minutes, know a lot of things went on. And I know we'll say, oh, it was politics. It was this and that. No, it was it was all spiritual what went on. The root of everything that went on during 2020 was spiritual. Um, we don't have time to go in that conversation. Maybe that'll be flagrant two part two for that. <laughs> yes, sir. However, You're welcome to come back, brother. You are welcome. However, what society is telling, the, the fact that society is trying to tell young men they're toxic, that that they don't need to compete, that, that, you know, leave all that aggression aside. Like, how dare you talk to my young men like this and telling them that they need to be lesser than. Um, young men need to be forced through fire. Right. Young men need to challenge each other. Young men need to wrestle. Young men need to fight. And people say, oh, you're advocating for violence. Kind of. That a a young man's part of development is for him to get scuffed up in the streets. Whatever that looks like. I'm not telling him to go out there and just start fights. But I'm saying is, is that men challenge each other. That's what we've been doing since the beginning of time. And And there's nothing you can take out of our biology that's going to stop that. Facts. And I want to, to stand in the gap for young men because, you know, they do want young men to not be so strong, to be more on their, as they call it, soft side, tap into this. I don't want you tapping into nothing. I want you to tap into your strength, right? Because this is where the whole combination to where God created man and woman, right? So we go out, we're fighting, we're conquering and things of that nature. And then you connect with your 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 uh your spouse your 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 lady your, your you connect with the feminine to 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 take it down like you've been out battling and now you you come into some comfort you come into some rest and come into some peace and knowing that what you love is is holding down in a particular area in your life 
But to say that, you know, men are too stoic, too pragmatic and too this and too that. And I'm like, oh, that's just, you know, that, you know, is, is toxic. It's too much. It's, it's no, no, no. I tell young men to go out and be strong and be as manly and be as righteous as they can. For sure. But that's not the message that's out there. You know, you know, is this the best a man can get? No, it's not enough. Right. And it's funny. You, I, I love how they always talk about how, you know, how toxic. First of all, we don't even have time to get into how these young men became toxic like that. Right. Maybe it was because it's going to be unpopular to say this. Maybe it's because the conflict between his father and mother didn't go off, go, go so well. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Maybe it wasn't just the father's fault. Yeah. why he's not there yeah i know we're not allowed to say that in public but hey it's the truth we know a lot of good dudes out there who are not allowed to be in their kids lives yeah right you know and so that develops in him this idea of like okay my man my dad was a strong man maybe that's not the way and so when you think about generations on top of generations of that right and you want to add in like the oedipus complex on steroids where you know you're holding on the sun in the house a little longer than he should because the bird is supposed to be out the nest but because there's no protection at the home the sun needs to stay home a little longer than usual come on that's where you get a lot of the nonsense that's going on now because you got generations of that mindset which like you said where you're overly emotional you don't you don't sit back and look at things from a three-dimensional standpoint it's just like okay my feelings is my feelings that brother you don't have time to think about your feelings all the time we got to get to work man and and I want them to get to the point where I'm not saying that you're not supposed to use your feelings. I'm saying that that doesn't need to lead your decisions. Yeah. Lead by emotions will have you fall flat in your face. I promise yes, you. Do because, not lead by emotions because, or make decisions. Because you don't have you don't have a baseline. Yeah. Like yeah. like you have your values and your principles and it's like no matter what the, the what the winds and the waters is doing, I am this. This is what I represent. And when you start going with the emotion, it's like, oh, I feel this way, this way, I feel this way, this way. And it's like, where is where is your baseline values? And I want to be able to pour into young men and tell them like, no, I want you strong. I want you earning, right? I want you working. I want my, guy, I, I want my guys working. If they want to work at 14, 15, let's do it. Come on. Right? Because we know enough guys right now in their 20s, 30s, and 40s and still haven't figured things out from life. Ooh. What am I going to do with the work and this and that? Ooh. Still living off of other people. Ooh. Are you kidding me right now? Ooh. Like, <laughs> and, and but at one time, he was a 14-year-old who somebody was just like, no, it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You'll be okay. And it's like, no, it's not okay. Preach. You need to be challenging. You need to, you know what you need to do? You need to take a true loss and someone needs to look at you and say, eat that. Mm-hmm. Hold the L and go in your lab and talk to your father and figure out what are we going to do when we go back on the practice field to make sure that we put ourselves in position to win and maybe you'll keep fighting and you don't win but i don't want you to lose the fight they're taking the fight out of these young men and Mm. i think it's disgusting and i can't stand it yes i'm animated about this because these young men are in charge of building the society we live in you notice they never talk about toxic masculinity when the grid goes down no sir when there's natural disasters and these and these brothers are coming around with these big trucks pulling you out of this water, Hurricane Harvey, there was no toxic masculinity talk. You wanted all the toxicity you wanted. You wanted all the strength. 
everything. We needed that, yeah, for sure. We need that all the time. Yeah. It's not, oh, when good times, see, that's the thing. We, we've been eating off the fat of the lands for so long to where, like, we're comfortable sitting over there gluttonous, eating, buffet. We got to get back to work. We got to get back to the, when my dad used to wake me up before I started playing sports, he'd wake me up at like six, seven o'clock on a Saturday morning. Why? Reasons. And it was no reason whatsoever. Hey, get up. <laughs> Just get to up. do it. Yeah. Dude, what, what are we doing? Follow me to the garage. Yep. And I'm thinking, after a while, I started thinking, wait a minute. He's thinking of whatever he's thinking of while he's walking to the garage. But I understood the principle. The principle mm. was, is you're not going to be sitting up in my house as a young man and not putting in some work in this house. Mm. You don't get to sleep in on Saturdays. And we need to bring that type of mindset back to, 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 to I don't want to say right the wrongs, but to, to bring the boats back up to a level to where young men know that work is what it's going to take because there is no safety net for you, young man. No one's coming to save you. Think about the last time you saw a homeless man on the side of the road. It was background noise. You, it's like you're numb to that but you see an old woman on the side of the road you start being like oh my goodness mm -hmm. what happened as to how she got here and there was a woman I was on with about a month ago and she said yes she said my kids were in the back seat and said mommy that woman's on the side of the road what, what, what can we do to help her they probably passed by 40 men laying mm. and sleeping on the side of the road and thought nothing of it and it's not nothing against the kids it's just that's how we feel about the situation the social safety net if things go wrong with the ladies there are no social safety nets for you guys let me just go ahead and put that Man. out there for you no one is throwing a lifeboat out to you Facts. now what will save you is the community you build up 100. as you're getting older yeah the the, the the men you keep around you to pour into you that's what'll be available to you but if you do this new you know yolo mindset we have today where it's all me i got it out the mud oh you know uh only only one did no 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 one makes no one is successful on their own but they're but they're telling our young men to to go into their holes to question their manhood and all of these things and you know what it's not working out very well and it's not a lot of us but i'm going to stand in that gap and tell my young men to go out there and be strong i'm with you go brother. out there and, and make some things happen go out there I'm with and you work. brother Go out there and earn. Strengthen your mental capacity mm. by taking those losses, and that's what we that, and that's what we need. So when we talk about the, when we when we talk about what they need, that's just a few of the things they need. And I, I for one, have decided to stand in that gap, and I'm going to be there. And I, I can tell you right now, I'm with, uh, with you. What I saw with 2020, come on, and what I'm seeing currently, yeah. Um, thank you, enemy, for showing your face because I've reloaded. Mm. I put on my full armor every morning now. I see you and I see the dirty tricks you're doing against our young people. I see how you are pulling, trying to pull this off, right? I get it. I get it. That's that's what you're called here to do. But my dad called me to come here and do something else. And so I'm going to band together as many good righteous brothers as I can and lock arms with them. And we're going to go against this, this machine that wants to turn our young men into young ladies. I'm done. Now. It's a listener right now that's like in awe. Like, man, that brother over there talking to he's talking to me. He's not talking against me. He's talking to me slash at me. I heard earlier you guys talk about 
talking to prayer and talking to God, create that lane to fulfill my purpose. Now, on top of doing that, I'm in the lap of saying, maybe I shouldn't have been as hard on those men or those brothers who was looking out for my best interest when I was being hard headed, when I wasn't listening because I wanted, like you said, I was told, oh, I don't need to help. I don't need to show emotion. I, I, I don't I can do this being self-made. You just you you. You just did that, brother. So for that person out there, we got your back. It's not too late. It's not too late. I promise you. That's why we we doing this thing uh, right now and letting you know we care. And and also before we talk about the book that you wrote in 2020, it's another thing I wanted to uh, bring up that you had said earlier. When you talk about the mindset, what tools? Mm, or resource I got that listener like Murph That's what I was waiting for Because I, I want to have that mindset Because I don't have that mindset I didn't have that surrounding Or I don't know how to start a community Or be a part of a community So Brother Vital, What can I do to start that mindset of Becoming That that strong will Strong minded So we're against the enemy or, or against all odds I can still keep the faith and work toward God's purpose that's a great question, and, and, and there's there's many layers to it, but I have, um, again, this transformation that's been happening through me uh, as of late. I realized as I was coming up in business that, like, you know, if I flip the camera over, you see, like, a whole wall of and shelves of just books on tops of books, and they're amazing, a lot of them Yes, sir. That's and cool. I was always like, okay, this is for this, this is for this, this is for this, and, you know, there's different categories. They're broken down by categories. But I realized that... <laughs> I didn't start with the main book first. I was, it was in the list of rotational books, but it was supposed to be the first book. Remember, we're supposed to give our first fruits to God because you don't have a breath without that. And so um, I would say first and foremost, I'll give you my morning routine. Uh, the first thing I do is make the bed up. And mm. then I pull out my Bible and I pull out my 365 day male devotional. And I read the devotional, I read the Bible, and then I pray, obviously for a number of things. I pray for my family, I pray for uh, my teens, I pray for my church, I pray for those who have sent in prayer requests. Um, all of this is done before I start the day. The only mm. thing I do before then is to, to make the bed because I it's this kind of thing. I'm like, you know, I need to honor God by making sure that the bed is made up. That's old school. That's old school. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I grew up, too, for my grandparents. But you make your bed. Then you go brush your teeth before you do anything else. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I got you. Yes. And I, and I, and I lay out and I lay out the word and, and I allow it to speak to me. And then I, I, I'm praying. You know, I have, you know. People send me over prayer lists. I got young men um, whom I whom I have on my prayer list. Guys I've prayed for, interceded on behalf of. Those I go and agree with to God during prayer time. And so they're, they're, they're on my mind. My family's on my mind. Those I have not yet met on my mind. So basically, the first thing I do in the morning is tell God this ain't about me. Mm. Because it's not. It's about the service. It's about the love. Thank you, God. Not about you. Lord, pray for my young men. Not about me. Pray for my father and mother. Not about me. Pray for my siblings. Not about me. Pray for the community. Not about me. Pray for my country. Not about me. Pray for those I work with, those I serve, those I deal with in nonprofits. Pray for their companies. Pray for protection. Mm -hmm. Pray for their 
pray for increase. I, I pray a lot for increase for all of the people in my life. Like, Lord, bring bring them opportunities they not they know not about yet. And then, of course, I'll say thank you for doing what you're doing for me. Thank you for the dwelling. Thank you for my protection. Thank you for health. That's good. Right. Man. It's like I start the day off 100 percent in full gratitude. It's not humility. about me. And that if, if you want to start somewhere, start there. You know, I know there's a lot of Bible plans out there. What I've done is I've detached. There's a lot of good Bible plans. You know, you got the, the Bible app and different things like that. But the way I'm doing it now is I searched about three, four, five Barnes and Nobles because I wanted a devotional that was printed because I don't touch my phone at all until after that prayer time happens. That's good. So I don't even want to get the Bible verses and the scriptures from the phone because I don't want a text message. I don't want an Instagram notification. I don't want anything to distract me from what I'm doing. So I have printed versions of all the things that I'm trying to do. It's the word and my devotional and a, and a pen and pad there in case, in case something is spoken in and through me from that time. So you want to develop that relationship? Develop a morning where first fruits remember just like you you give to the church you give the give the 10 12 20 to the church you give the best and first of everything the best of your talents the best of your time the best of your money the best of your attention mm. the best of your service come on the best of everything goes first to god so brother i gotta yeah. i gotta again we helping this listen out brother you you doing great we, we helping that one listener and then listener you know who i'm talking to you were saying I have to humble myself. It's so it's not about me. I've I've never heard that because it was always about me growing up or up until I heard this episode or I heard it earlier in my life. But it was a period to where I thought or society made me believe it was all about me. So you guys are collectively saying it's not about me. I have to work on that. So thank you. Just being, just letting them know. Yes, it's not about you. Well, thank you. And, and obviously, this is where it go. You can read books on sales, marketing, uh, uh, strategies, business plans, or whatever. But I can tell you right now, everything you need to live is in the Bible. Mm. All of it. All, everything you need to know is the foundation. So if you make that your main book, you will start to see like, oh my goodness. Like I'll read back through scriptures. I'm like, how how did I miss this for forty years? Like, and it's like, but I'm at a different place in life. And so now exactly. this man is just like, want your time at that whoa, yeah. like, it's like, I'm reading it for the first time, you know, but you know, God tells us to have childlike faith, you know, and what, and what he's saying is like, have that, 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 that energy, that, that want that yearning to, to learn and to know, you know, you, you know, you go back to that story when, when, uh, when Mary found Jesus hanging out in the temple, when he was like, like young. It's like, like, what, what are you doing? Like, we've been looking for you for like a day or two. I'm here taking care of the father's business. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, our young son is detached, has left us. And he's in here learning from, from, from elders. There's something, there's a message in there. Yeah. Right? To keep people around you. And no, it's not about you. Man, I, I'm, you know what? Let's just go ahead and put it out there now. Instead of going and asking, what can I get? Mm. Why don't you flip the question? To whom can I serve? Because mm. you know, when you when you change that mindset and you leave with that, I've test drove this many a times and God yeah. just keeps 
slapping me with the goodness. That's good. <laughs> when you serve the greatest number of people, I don't know how it happens. All I can say is it's just God. Cause like some things, I, I, I just landed a gig recently and I told all the people, I was like, I don't, I have Amen. no clue, no clue how this happened. Amen. No, I, I have, there's, there's nothing intellectually I know as to how all the pieces would come together mm. to me signing a contract with a company I've never heard of. And from some people I've never heard of, come on, from a man. speaking agency I've never heard of, man. from a bureau I've never heard of, to like, yeah, you'll be on the road in what, a month? To get out of here, to go to go, uh, to go, go pour into some people. Praise About God. what? That's beautiful. <laughs> About resilience. <laughs> Your name are in rooms you haven't even stepped foot in, sir. It's beautiful. It's not about me. Not about it's not you. About me. It's not about anybody who's on this podcast. And I, if, if there's nothing else, we, you know, like you said, you had a, maybe had a whole layout, had some notes or whatever. No, and, yeah, and I'm you out the window it. now, brother. Look. <laughs> Well, and that's and that's and that's because uh, that's because our father wanted us to take this somewhere else. Yes, sir. Because we don't we don't know where this is going, and there is a young man who's looking over and saying, you know, no one has shared anything with me. Mm-hmm. I, I've been abandoned, and life has been kind of rough for me. That's good. And you know, my my heart does go out to you. Yeah, but we love you too, brother. We get it. We do, we do. But there's a piece of me who. I'm not going to say I don't care, but I'm going to ask you now what? What's next? Yep. Where are we going? Because it's the principle I've used. It's not your fault, but it is your problem. Mm-hmm. Um, For the young guy or gal out there who's you know nine years old and your mom's on crack and your dad's in jail, you didn't sign up for this. Facts. That, that's, none of that is your fault. You are yep. innocent. You are a beautiful child and you didn't sign up for this. But unfortunately, you were dealt a deck of cards where you have to deal with the fallout. And um, I pray for people like you mm-hmm. because you live. When an adult screws up, I'm just like, all right, you made the mess. When you're yeah. when you're when you're a child, you didn't. The beautiful thing is that you don't get to choose your parents. But for that youngster who's out there, your parents may have failed you on multiple levels, but they're still your parents. Mm-hmm. Honor them. Honor them. Still, your father and mother. Still, and what you're really doing is you're not honoring mm-hmm. the actions. You're not honoring mm-hmm. their mentality. Thank you. You're brother. honoring the position because when you go and you harbor resentment, that will carry with you, and then you will turn into you will end up turning into or some version of the very thing that puts you in a position to feel this way. So honor that position. Honor your father and mother. Honor who, because without them, they gave you life. Even they can be total feeling word here of what they are. Yeah. But they did give you life and you honor that. I'm not saying you have to like them. I'm not saying you Correct. have to kumbaya and have a yes, Sunday dinner. That's good. But what I'm saying is, is that you need to honor that position because God chose them to bring life to you on this earth. And when you remove that resentment, when you remove that angst, when you remove that, I want to fight everybody because my parents failed me attitude. When you remove that, life is beautiful. And then you end up becoming 
an advocate for this stuff. You end up seeking out children like yourself. Yeah. You end up starting community centers. You end up starting uh, homes. You probably turn into a foster parent on some Speaking level and say, brother. I'm going to be the most awesome father and mother I could ever imagine. You're speaking because to I lives don't right want, now. I don't want another representation of me. And if there is one, bring them in. Bring all of them to me. You have refuge here. That's the kind of stuff that I want you to do. It's all about the mindset, right? And the perspective. You're not condoning the actions. You're just saying, in spite of the actions, I give you grace and I still love you mm -hmm. because your father loved you. Through the, remember, all the wrong we've done has already been paid for. Come on, man. It's already been paid for. The bad decision we have not yet made is paid for. Mm. So the least you can do is, what does he say? Love your neighbor. Mm. Love those who hate you. Mm. It's not about love me. the God, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Seek first the kingdom and all. It didn't say some. All oh. these things will be added unto Amen. you. I'm taking notes, brother. See, now think about it. Think about it. You just said the guy who said it's all about him. What? Seek first the kingdom. Mm. Not seek first the fame. Mm. Not seek first the money. Mm. Not seek first the position. <sighs> not seek first the new book. Not seek first this hot little lady over here I'm looking at. Not seek first the man who with the chiseled jaw doesn't say seek any of that first seek first the kingdom and i'll give you all of these things all of the necessities you need don't mess the order up that's the problem the game of life man for many of us is out of order man we're seeking everything but the one thing <laughs> world i'm over here i'm over here laughing in, in enjoyment because my brother on the other end killing it so I'm going to break it down for those first-time listeners and a refresher for those who've been rocking with me. I have an episode with my father on Why Not Sports titled Love You Pops. On the Flaking 2 where you're listening to us, it's Love You Mom. I have both of my parents on my platform because it's not about me. I wanted people to know my father was locked up. My mom had me at 16. On top of that, like I stated earlier, Lord, I'm a very boisterous, outspoken young man. You've blessed me to play a game and play sports. How can I get that? Can you please open up something for me? I have two platforms and it's not about me. We get up early, stay up late, use our own funding to give you guys some content that has gotten me feedback. That it's changed your life or your outlook. Like brother said. This is not for money. This is for love. It's not about me. It's not about him. It's about y'all. Who is in need. So I just want to kind of break it down. And sum it up. From what the things you just said. To where now. I've www.demerspeaks.com It is people on bigger platforms Bigger social media outlets Who do not want to talk to me in person Because they're like Who is this guy? How did he get this person? How's he doing what he's doing? Y'all heard the man on the other hand I'm just advocating for what he's saying To let you guys know God is truth Truth is God. 
And here we are at it again. Just it's we not doing this for money, for fame. It's for the love, man. It's it's to give back, man. So the last question I have, unless you want to add anything to what I just said, we're gonna talk about that book in 2020, and that's it, brother. I'm over here pumped. I'm ready. I'm over here shouting. <laughs> well, thank you, and um, I, I'm I'm glad that you are sensitive to the spirit and just allowing this to happen. It's like like this is this is this is amazing because. I do believe that these platforms are, are needed uh, because you're not going to turn on any television and get this type no. of uh, love. You're, you're going to be told everything. You're going to be told to go buy something. You're going to yep. be told to 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 change something. You're going to yep. be told to push against your parents. Facts. And it's always a message, ladies. You don't need a man, dudes. You just don't. You just need to do what you do. All of these messages. All of these messages that have not built societies at no point in human history. Yet here we are, you know, you know, my, my degree and my accolades is more important than a family. Stop Come on. the nonsense. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. It's not. And so, yeah, I don't want to go off on that too much, but like, like I, I, it, I, you, you, you've tapped into something that, that has been, that has been brewing in me for a long time and seeing interpersonal relationships between families right now. And it's like, man, you know, when I, you know, there was a there was a husband and wife who came come speak see me speak last night at the church, and they have five children. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Man, praise God! Thank you for, for for doing what you're called to do, and, and and you know, staying together, putting putting you know, competent you know, righteous youngsters on the street so we can build so we can rebuild this thing. You know, and my church I go to now, man, is you know, there's there's always there's always new life." Uh, being produced there's always there's always pregnancies there's always births and there's always families building on the families families of four five three just building and it's just like this is beautiful man and it's like so many young strong babies and i'm like man you all don't ever want me to get out of the sports game do you want me to stay in forever because this young man over here has got uh, I'm depending on he's either D tackle or tight end. I'm not sure yet. We'll give it a couple more years. Also, world, but, he's connected with a few great athletes, including uh, Super Bowl champion a few times, Pat Mahomes. Just want to throw that out there, brother. Just continue. Just want to let the world know you are credible with what you're saying. Okay, but continue. Oh, man. man, thank you, thank you. And it's um, but to 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 stay to stay on to stay on task. I'm just glad that God is working through us right now um, to speak to the people because we need sure. it. Um, and that's what happened to me when Now What was created. I was driving on Grand Parkway. For those of you who are not from the Houston area, Grand Parkway is a is a tollway where you can go about as fast as you want to and get everywhere <laughs> in half the time. Facts. You 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 pay a a nice chunk of you money. You don't pay for it. it. You pay. You may pay four or five dollars, but you get somewhere thirty-five minutes sooner than you should. So, um, yes. So we're not going to talk about the the toll tag cost, but it's worth it. <laughs> yes, and indeed. I was listening to a podcast, man, and I and I, I, I said I had enough. Um, all of the talk of entitlements. I'm owed something. Uh, bow to me. You owe me something. Um, this person aggressed me with their words. You know, keep your, you know, keep your righteousness out of my face, and and and, and you know all of the political stuff, you know, and, and it just, I just said enough. I flipped, I flipped. Uh, the pad is around here. Oh, actually, it's right here. I took this, I took this pad, I took a pad like this, 
and I wrote the outline for now what on Grand Parkway. All, all five chapters, all the, the, the five steps to get up and create the most of life was written. The outline was written on a tollway. Now, I don't endorse anybody to be writing and driving at the same I about time. I said that one listener was like, was he writing and driving at the same time? I, 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 I was. Uh, I was, and, and the Lord <laughs> delivered me to make sure I can uh, Come on now. do that. But don't, don't do that at home, children. There don't you do go. That Disclaimer. Keep your eyes you on Keep both hands on the steer, well, 10 and 2. Um, please go. make sure and do that. But I wrote the outline for that, and I, I remember... It was based on two different things. It was based on a conversation I had with my father when he and I reunited when I graduated from college. Um, he had came through in town. I didn't think he'd be able to make it. And, you know, we met at the sports bar I was working at. And I was just like, all right, Dad, I've heard Mom's side of the story. Come on now. For eight years. Tell me yours. We got all night. You know, drinks were poured up and. And, you know, three hours later, I must say my eyes were wide open because he had filled in the gap. And it wasn't that it wasn't that my mom lied to me. It was just you didn't hear it was perspective. Story. Yep, different side. And it was it was inter it was interesting in going through that process. And and I remember looking over at him. I was like, OK, let's just say that, you know, I believe you and all the stuff that you said. I was like, why still didn't you come home more often? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And, you know. There were some times when I needed you. So yeah. what's going on? He took a deep breath and he looked over at me and said, now what? Mm. And I'm thinking like, are you that's kidding good. me? Hey, like, wait a minute. It's been eight, 10 years and that's all you got? But it hit me later on and it was just like, the man in the mirror is who has to fix his life. Mm. The young, the young boy, girl who's out there, like you know, I'm estranged. You still got to look in the mirror and do something mm. with your life. And so I built a book based on that. Mm. And and I don't want to divert too much from the talking of the book, but I remember he and I have obviously followed back up because we we split up two more times from that time. Come on. At 41 years old, mm. we reunited at an Astros game. Three hours. We put aside 40 years of angst through a ball game, through an Astros ball game. And I remember we sat down at lunch about a month later. And that's when um that's when I am more than enough had just come out and he had a bunch of copies of them. And he was like, Yeah, I've been giving them out to everybody. And I'm just like, that's what's up. <laughs> he looked, he looked over at me and he was reliving this story about when he took us overseas for Christmas. And he stopped for a second in the middle of the story. And he said, wow, it wasn't until now that I realized that that was the moment where I made a decision. And he said, I, I, I made the best decision at the time. He said, but I realized that that was the decision that, that brought us to where we are now. And that um, I did what I felt like was in the best interest of us. He said, and Whereas I went into this wanting to make the best decision, he said, what I didn't know is how much it would have an effect on you. Mm -hmm. But I, I, he's like, but I get that right now. That's good, man. And I, and I say that to the, to the young man or young lady out there who is detached from their parents, especially their father. The father is the figurehead of the home. I'm not, I'm not here to get into the whole patriarchy, matriarchy talk. Correct. The father is the head of the home. You 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 want you have a problem with that? Uh, deal with that later. The the man leads the home. 
right? That's that's the way God has called us to be. And if you have the opportunity, hear your father out fully. Go into it with no preconceived notions. Listen. Because what because what you thought may have happened 5, 10, 15 years ago may not have even been what happened. Mm-hmm. He may have made a, 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 a righteous business decision that would have been the best for you. Right? You have no idea the story behind the story. But when you open up and allow God to flow through you and let him speak through you in that opportunity, you'll be surprised what happens in that. So sidebar note that somebody somebody needed that and that was on my heart to say that but that's good brother now, oh, you, man. now 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 what focuses on the idea of making major transitional moves in your life um you know i had a profile i met a guy who my goodness i think he had four kids from three women had about three or four felonies you know just lost needs a lawyer but can't afford a lawyer because his ex-wife he's going through a divorce his ex-wife took his materials to be able to do the job they would pay him the money to afford the lawyer so you go back to what you know which is selling drugs which is going to get you back into the same so it's like it's yeah, like it's a lot I'm, I'm a coach i'm a coach and i'm asking god like what do you want me to do with this mess yeah and so now what was kind of created out of that because it focuses on five key points to go through and i'll and i'll share that with your with your audience real quick we go into reflection time first thing you have to do is reflect how did we get here what is this mess what's that pile over there where did that come from you know, you, you you say, you do what Napoleon Hill calls uh, taking personal inventory of your life. Like, this is not what's up, but how did we get here and let's, let's, let's acknowledge that you, that you screwed up, yeah. <laughs> basically. Or just acknowledge what is, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, it doesn't matter. You own it. Then you go into the decide phase. Okay, there's a pile of junk over there. I need to clean that up. There's something going on over here. I need to take care of that. There's a rat scurrying across my living room floor. I should take care of that as well. And so you start deciding what is it that I, what is it I want to be? Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to go into HVAC work. Maybe you want to go into construction. Maybe you want to go back to school uh, to to be a nurse. Um, whatever that looks like. Maybe you're going to go to trade school. It doesn't matter. Decide. Then you go into your plan phase. So you got to reflect and you have to decide. And then you go into the plan phase. It's when you start making the the business plan, the mind maps, and saying, okay, I want to go into learning how to fix cars. Okay, I need schooling. Where's the available schools? What does it cost? What's the what's the what's the entry fee to get into this? What does that look like? Is there is there is there some grants available? Is there some opportunities? When is the semester opening up again? All of these things are taken care of in a planning phase. And of course, you plan everything out, plan as much as you can. Boom, you're into action. That's step four, going into action. You may not be completely ready. In fact, you won't be ready. You can plan all day. You won't be ready. Go out there and run into the um, bus saw. Go out there and run into the roadblock. Go and run into the pothole. You will do that. Mm-hmm. No plan laid out is already finite and finished and ready. You do need to plan up to some point, but then you need to get moving because you can only be blessed when you go out and you discover what is going on out there. Just like the young man raising, you know, we need you need to be forged. You need to know what does and doesn't work. That marketing plan doesn't work until you try to work it and you realize this looks so good on paper, but in real time it just doesn't work. <laughs> so, Thanks. So, Thanks. So that's where the action phase is. So you start, you start, you know, working through all of those things and you're just like, man, this and this and trying all these different things. And the last one, and I think it's probably one of my most favorite points of the whole thing is to seek. Seek counsel. 
This is when you start putting people around you. You start putting experts around you. You start putting righteous people around you. So, so you know, you, you find you a mentor. You, you find you somebody who's an expert in your field. And then you find maybe uh, uh, someone in the spiritual, whether it's a pastor, a minister, someone like that. And you have these people around you. Like I've been, I've been on that a lot lately of the, you need a minimum of three people pouring into you for the rest of your life. Mm. A minimum of three people. Right. And depending on what age you are, you want different tiers. So let's just say someone's 24. You want someone who's about 38 in your circle. You want someone who's maybe in their 40s or 50s in their circle. And then maybe, of course, you know, the elder statement, the, 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 the lead grandpa, the patriarch. For sure. The, everyone, the, the ball got to come through me. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every, <laughs> that guy. And yeah, so you keep yeah. different levels and you can swap those out, you know, keep somebody on the business side, you know, keep someone who um, who can help with your contracts. You know, but you want these to be righteous people who can pour into you. And I want you to find somebody who loves you, but doesn't infatuate over you. What I mean by that is get the yes people out of your life. Yes, That's the great out. decision I could have ever done is get the yes. Get the people like, man, hey, the ones who tell you after every gig, you killed it. Man, that, that was what's yeah. up, man. Like you find no flaws in my game. I want the dude who's just like, that was good. But next time, why don't you go with the blue blazer instead of the gray one? Come on. Why don't you deliver this this way? Why don't you tell that story and take your tones down a little bit more when mm. you do this? Why don't you add this into your presentation? Yeah. yeah. Get the yes people out of your life. You will not grow. If, you, if everybody likes you around you, if you're the smartest person among you, get get the upgrade. Facts. Facts. You know, I'm I, over at my church. I got a, I got a large, and that's why I love the church I'm at. It's, it's family men, you know, and I haven't, you know, I haven't rebuilt my family yet, but I'm around men who have, you know, families. They Great examples. Children, for sure. And they, and they have grandfathers. And I'm looking at them. And I'm studying these guys. And they know I study them because I tell them, I'm like, I'm watching you, man. I'm watching you because I love what you represent. And I want some of that. So I want to be in that environment. Get an environment that's going to help you to grow. And I know you said earlier when, you know, you're talking about the church or whatever. Find you a good Bible-based church. Like... A, a spirit-filled church. You said Bible-based church. Now a lot of people don't say that no more. They say find you a good church. You said Bible-based. I'm taking those, brother. I hear you. What is good? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm saying what the people. You, you need to find a good church or like yeah. I've had some guests years ago, not as a recent, and just when you, you out on the street. You need to find, because it, because if it's not based in the Bible, what is it based on? And the reason why I say that is because. We need guardrails. We need we need yeah. order. We need structure. The problem is, is we it's been YOLO too much. You know, I'm spiritual, not religious. So it's just like, and what that basically means is, is that I can just pray and then do what I want. Mm, no accountability. There's, there's no there's no there's no commandments, right? There's no there's no psalms. There's no proverbs. Mm. There's no honor your father and mother. Mm. There's no here's where here's the guidelines. Uh, child, rear your children in this way, right? Treat people this way. Pay on time, save money, mm. get out of debt, right? It's just whatever. I'm gonna sit over here and pray to whatever. Cause remember, like they start getting to the point where like they don't even. They don't, it's like you know, it's so many different ways you can look at this, and it's just like that's just basically subjective. There's no objective; it's subjective, which means it can change by the day. That word has been unchanged. It's been some different translations, but the word still reigns supreme. And when you start talking about the extra stuff, that's when you start getting into, I can do what I want. 
and then now you're starting to get into some whole other um level of spirituality that has not been advantageous as well but like i said that's flagrant too part two <laughs> but, i love it but no get your and, and the main thing is you want is you want the community you want people yeah. who can pray with and for you yeah right you know i i can i can go into the church and just fall out and just be like man my body is weak my mind my soul my soul is crushed and yeah. i and i will i will have an army circle around me and we've done this for people all the time one person come up saying that they're about to go into the hospital. We bring them to the front of the church and we got all of it coming to coming mm. their way and they're healed in two, three weeks. Come on, man. And so you need a community. You need people and there's and there's connections there. There's love there. You, you'll find a family there. And then when you when you're going through troubles, the answer God has given you is in the community. Mm -hmm. But if you just sit at home and do your little online thing and, you know, sit in your quiet time. But connect with no people, you miss out on a lot of what God is trying to bless you with. I've done it. I've tried it. I thought it was cool. It was trendy. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> then you realize sitting in your little hole doesn't 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 get anything done. So hopefully, hopefully somebody decides to go to go find them a church and find you a church that um that, that has that has rules that that actually follows the word, not not you know using the bible as like a like a sidebar yeah. like those those bibles where you those those churches where you walk away and you don't feel so comfortable yeah, yeah. follow your gut on that note hey brother mr marvital vital did his thing man world hey y'all make sure yes give him a round of applause virtually cyberly in your car at work he brought it i'm glad this is the first episode of 2023 for the flagrant two as you guys listening like merv now you see why we need you merv whatever you got going on behind it ain't about you we need what you offer and ladies and gents i'm back again for the next few months and then back to the lab i go but at the same time um thank you again brother for for blessing us with your content you are more than welcome to come back for that flagrant two part two of uh now what um and um any in, <clears throat> excuse me any events any um you know engagements that you have you know i'm in the same city with you I, I, my schedule will be flexible for the next few months so don't don't be don't be uh, afraid to reach out this way and, and how we can again like you said lock arms and, and just continue to, to work on that mission especially with our youth men so if you can uh, just let the world know how they can find you, whether social media, email, your website, you got the floor. Well, just uh, my name is written here at the bottom. It's amaldvital.com. That's the hub for everything. Um, all the books are there. The merch is there and ways to be able to get in contact with me if you need to book me, um, whether it's for coaching, whether it's for speaking or whatever. Or it's just to say, you know, you bless me in this way. And is there is there any way I can just sit down with you, you know? You know, for the for the flag, flag, uh, flagrant two uh, guests out there, if you have if you have a young person in your life and they're and they're and they're struggling right now, uh, reach out to me. I'll for if you mention if you mention this podcast to me in the in the subject bar, um, I'll do a forty five minute session with your mm. with your young person and just sit down with uh, sit down with them whether it's over the phone or or, or wherever and and, That's good, and just man. We appreciate sort of sort some things too, out man. and maybe put some options out there for you Thank to you. be able to build on something, but at least. At least get you to a place where you can get off of the seat where you are. Pick up your mat and walk. 
um, type of moment. And I want to be able to provide that for you. Just, just put flagrant two in the, in the subject. And obviously, uh, booknowwhat.com. Um, you can go over there and get a, a preview copy of the book. Um, would love for you to go out and patronize it. It's available on 33 different platforms, wherever you nice. like to buy your books. Uh, please go out and, and, and support that, you know, and, and, and we're, we're looking to, to make a change in the world. Um, one place at a time, you know, I'm starting here in my home and going to my church. And then we go out from there, starting with making my bed first and reading my word. Mm. And I want to be able to share all of those things with your young people. So if you got someone out there struggling, reach out to me, we'll do our best to try to, my team and I'll get together and be able to make some things happen for you. Um, my team is full of people who are, who are godly men and, uh, and people who, who stand on the word and stand for righteousness. So they will not let me engage in anything that is not going to be beneficial to um, the world at large. They just, they were brought to me for that reason to not, um, to, to, to hold me accountable to what my platform stands for. So uh, reach out to me, uh, reach out to the website, all the social media, Simone Vital on all of them, Facebook, Instagram, and just shoot me a message and let me know if there's, if there's a need and what we can do. Y'all heard him, Amad Vital. Make sure y'all reach out. Don't be, don't be, well, I don't know, Merv. I don't know. You, he, she, ma'am, sir. Hey, the brother. That's another thing. If we legitimately say, hey, reach out, it's not just a hoax or just so we can say it. That is truth. So thank y'all. And for me, <laughs> listeners, again, yes, I'm back. Yes, I, I know I love y'all too. This is what I, I, I do. We do just because we know it's not about us. And I know that one person or few people. You, you, you've been blessed from this and there's more to come just uh stay strong and keep the faith but um again for those first time listeners thank you for tuning in to avid listeners what up you can find me on twitter and instagram at it's Murph. you can follow the flagrant two on instagram at flagrant two pod underscore also check out the website www dmurfspeaks.com where you can just kind of follow up see what i've been doing leave me a note or comment from this particular episode or, or, or episodes um, before, just to give me that feedback, good or bad, with what us putting ourselves out there, we have the full body armor of protection, so it's not gonna hurt me, okay? <laughs> but uh, you already know how I close the show. Don't lose yourself with life problems. Stay strong and fight the good fight. It's a lot going on, day in and day out. Man, it's a grind. Don't lose the vision. Fight the good fight. Uh, D-Murph, you did it again. Setting trends like you winning the win. Fighting the good fight, sick of the sins. Connecting dots now with all the pins. We just trying to be good men. Adore my wife and I love my kids. I never let them down, never let them frown. Never let a clown take a crown. Hit me because of brown, that's okay. I got the blood of the king. Saw it in the dream, ain't all with the scenes. Try to turn us to fiends. We drown in the streams while we chasing that green. It's all about the dollar bill, y'all. And stop chasing that thrill, y'all. These beliefs trying to kill y'all. I'm just here trying to heal ya So listen as we work Dropping them gems now Rockin' with D-Murph Tuning in as we get it in So millin' Being better men We so adamant About the culture Sick of these vultures We in the game now Watch how we coach ya Keep your guns in the holster Love is life And that's how we approach ya Woo!